Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. I'm your host, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing, and I am so excited that you're here today. We're actually talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> if you could guess it, it's marketing. And I'm specifically talking to marketing directors and aspiring marketing directors. So let me tell you why I chose this topic. Over the last, I would say, six months, I have gotten a lot of messages from uh, either aspiring marketing directors or current marketing directors that are very new in their careers. So they'll message me on uh, Instagram or on LinkedIn, and they'll ask me different career questions like, how do I get to be a marketing director? Or I'm already a marketing director, maybe for a smaller company, and I want to continue to grow. What are some things that you would recommend? And then I've had a handful that are interested in the entrepreneurship route. And they're like, you know, we've seen that you've built a marketing company over your career. You took your experience in leasing and management and turned that into a, a different career. And they're interested in that. And so I thought, why have I not done an episode specifically for marketing directors and aspiring marketing directors? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And here's the deal. If you're not one of those, you're not in that position these five principles, five skill sets that I'm going to talk about today, they're really invaluable. I really think they're part of the secret sauce of what has helped make my business successful. And so whether you ever want to start your own business or you're just looking to take your career to the next level, I think that there will be a nugget or two that you can glean. This is a shorty episode, so hopefully you're listening to me while you're walking or working and just doing a little bit on have me in the background. And regardless, I'm just thankful that you decided to spend your time with me. Now, if you want to get my weekly uh, emails, I write all my own emails to our community. Sign up for trysproutfree.com. I send out one email a week, sometimes two, but typically just one to our, uh, our non-member community. Our members get a lot more emails. They get daily ideas. But um, I'd love to connect with you there as well. So... Today what I want to do is I want to share five skills that I think have been an invaluable aid in helping me in my marketing career. And so I'm going to just kind of dig in. I made a few notes here. So the first quality, I think I'm going to save my absolute secret sauce for the fifth. So you're going to have to hang out with me. So the very first one is, if I could recommend anything, is work on your communication skills. And I mean that in every part of communication. So Verbal communication, meaning talk to everyone. Make it your habit to not just talk to people within your industry or people that can benefit you. Literally, talk to everyone. Find a way to take a personal interest in whoever it is that you meet and ask them their story, learn about people. Practice communicating with different kinds of people. I think that's huge, and I think you need to be well-spoken if you want a career in marketing. And because part of that is going to be that you are promoting yourself, right? You're constantly, this is your brand. You are your brand. Whether you're looking to just grow in your career or you eventually want to start your own business, how you present yourself uh, with your, your communication is going to be huge. So for me, what did that look like? Well, I put myself in a lot of uncomfortable situations. I started volunteering to speak at apartment associations on topics that I felt very comfortable with, like leasing and hosting events and eventually marketing. I got to share some of the things that I learned on site, some of the things that I learned while I was in school. And I did not like public speaking. A lot of people think that it just came easy to me. It didn't. 
it was something that made me very nervous. I mean, I've told the story many times, but when I first, in 2012, I was accepted to speak at the National Apartment Association, and I remember being in Boston with my head hanging out the passenger window while my husband drove. I was sick to my stomach just thinking about, literally, literally sick to my stomach thinking about um, presenting the next morning. And I had reason to. It was a room full of 750 people for my first big presentation. And it turned out really amazing. But what I'm saying is it wasn't always easy. And so I just continually put myself in situations that challenged my skills. And um, and I still do that. I, you know, I hadn't spoken in two years. And then recently I spoke again at a conference and it felt new again. And that's part of why I keep up the podcast is to keep this sharp. Now, another aspect of your communication skills is going to be how you write. I think something that um, I've really worked hard to develop is writing the way that I talk, the way that I speak. Um, a lot of people have said to me, I read your emails and it feels like you are talking to me directly. They're just part of my personality. That's the biggest compliment somebody can give me because I really work hard to write my emails like I was writing to one person, to someone I know, to someone that I care about. And I do. I care about all of those that have given me their email to subscribe. I mean, that's a huge vote of confidence. And so I don't take that lightly. So how did I develop that skill specifically? I actually signed up for a course that Marie Forleo puts on. It's called Copy Cure. It was a bit of an investment, but it's a lifetime access. I take it every couple of years. I've shared it with my team. And it helps you to really hone your writing skills. And I think that's going to be huge, whether you're writing an email to your supervisor, to an owner, whether you're putting together a marketing campaign or a tagline, all of these things are going to be practiced and they work really hand in hand. You know, when I write a subject line for an email, it's oftentimes like the way I would write um, a tagline for a marketing campaign. It's not the same thing and I don't spend nearly as much time on an email subject line as I do for a big campaign, but you kind of get the picture, right? You know that you got to catch people's eye right away. And so that's been a huge thing. So I would encourage you just practice those communication skills, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You might, it might come naturally to show up on camera or to, you know, communicate face to face or one on one, but maybe it's not so easy for you to write a blog or write, you know, a caption on social media. So continually put yourself in those places that are going to challenge and stretch and make you grow in that area because communication is going to be really key. Okay, so that's one. The second one is it's really important to have an experiment mindset. So in marketing, you're going to try a lot of things and a lot of things are not going to work. If you get defeated and if you view every single thing as a do or die kind of situation, you're going to burn out before you get any further. And I just don't want that to happen to you. This took me a long time to learn. And if I could shortcut that for you, I'd love that. Approach anything that you're doing as an experiment and even get good at presenting that to your team or those teams, maybe you're working with a certain community as saying, hey, here's an idea. Let's try it for a week. Let's try it for 30 days and let's see what happens. When you take the pressure off and you allow things to be a learning experience and you can iterate on a campaign or on an initiative, the taking that pressure off allows you to really flourish. I'm not saying not to put stakes on things. You know, a lot of times when we're spending money, you're going to want it to work. 
but if you put such a hard um, pressure on yourself and you are like, this has to work, I like to think of it like it has to work, but the version that is going to work might be 10 versions down the road. I might try something and three days from now make a tweak and then keep adjusting. 30 days from now, this thing might be working, but it might take us that long to get there. So really having an experiment mindset and just being okay that things are an experiment. After all, that is life, right? We're not going to get it right on the first try every time. Sometimes we do and it's amazing, but that's not always realistic. So the more that you can approach strategies, opportunities as an experiment, and even with yourself, you know, as you're creating your brand and your persona and how you're going to approach your career, it's an experiment and see what works and keep on adjusting. So that's number two. Number three is be action oriented. I think, you know, people talk about luck and I would, you know, I'm not a believer in luck. I really believe that things happen for the people that take action. So it's easy in marketing to get in what I've heard called the creativity cul-de-sac where you go round and round and round trying to come up with the perfect idea. But just like a cul-de-sac, you go in circles, you're taking action, but you're not really going anywhere. And so this uh, action you know, mindset to me is let's go ahead and brainstorm a little bit, but let's take action. We learn from taking action and then kind of iterating like I was talking about earlier, right? So try something with that experiment mindset favor action versus just brainstorming versus rehashing something till you get it perfect because there is no such thing as perfect and you know favor that i also have to say that if someone is looking at you for a promotion if i was looking to hire someone and or promote someone from within i'm going to look at someone that takes action even if they don't get it right every time that action oriented i know results come from action so Take action, try things. Like we said, those two, the experiment mindset and the action oriented to me, they go really hand in hand. Um, and so, you know, be the one that rallies the troops and says, hey, let's try this. Let's, you know, and if nobody else wants to kind of run with something, you run with it. Take the lead, you know, say, you know, I, raise your hand, have a, have a voice, be heard and be known as the person that is willing to do the hard work and take the action. Okay. Number four is resourcefulness, and I think this is so undervalued and it's so important. With multifamily, sometimes you have a huge budget and sometimes you have a very small budget or a very limited resources. I think the more resourceful that you can be, the more valuable you are. A lot of times people with large budgets, they have the ability to try many different things. And many times I have found that my best campaigns have come from working with clients that had very little money and we wanted to hit a big goal. And it made us get really, really, really creative. And I, um, I, when I attended AIM, I got to hear, I think he was the CMO for uh, TikTok or he was one of the big, big instrumental uh, guys in helping, um, helping grow TikTok to the platform that it is today. And he's no longer there, but he said, that those constraints or the, that limited, you know, budget or time, having those a lot of times really force the most innovative campaigns. And I found that to be true in my career too. So be willing to be resourceful. So this is not tied to marketing in the sense of like a campaign, but I remember when I was first hired as a property manager, it was my first like main role as a property manager. And I was hired onto this really, really just rough community, didn't have money, when you walked into the leasing office, I mean, it just wasn't inviting. And I just kept thinking to myself, if I dread coming here every day, I just can't imagine 
people coming in and wanting to lease, like the leasing office itself was so just brutal. And so resourcefulness, I, you know, um, I bartered with a vendor to uh, give me some um, uh, paint for the office. I got approval. I closed up the office one night and I painted that office. I went to a thrift store and got decor and I put out of my own money some refreshments and just some little flower arrangements and things like that. And I knew from a marketing perspective, I mean, the first, you know, our first avenue is through our eyes. That's the first window to everything. So I knew it was really important. And I got resourceful. I didn't have any money. And I remember when my owner walked in and he was like, he kind of looked at me and he's like, how did we pay for this? And it was really a big stepping stone in my career when I shared with him exactly how, how I had gone about remodeling that leasing office. And I was quickly promoted to a supervisor position after. So that resourcefulness is going to be key no matter where you are. And if you're working on a big budget or a big lease up, you're still going to have to be resourceful. Things are going to happen that don't go your way. People are not going to show up one day. Vendors are not going to maybe do things the way that you want. You're not going to have the turnout in an event that you're looking for. And it's the resourceful, action-oriented, experimental person that is going to get ahead. So they all work together. Okay, so you've stayed with me thus far. I shared about communication, about the experiment mindset, about being action-oriented, and about being resourceful. My fifth tip tip and I think this one is the one that has made my career, I'm not kidding, is the ability to look outside of your industry and look at all different kinds of industries, look at all kinds of advertising and adapt it to our industry. So for me, one of the things that I just really enjoy doing is I would go to a store and I would play a game. I'd walk into the store and I'd say, okay, immediately, how does this store make me feel? And what is it about it that is giving me that feeling? So is it the music that's playing? Is there a smell? How does everything look? How are the people treating me? How are things, you know, merchandised? And I started to really pay attention to the correlation between my sensory experience and the feelings that I was having inside and how that was affecting me as a buyer. And I started to do that with everything. I started to notice what magazine ads made me stop in my tracks. What color combinations did I just was I drawn to? What font combinations did I love? When I was driving, what billboards made me actually stop and look at them? What music taglines was I drawn to that stayed in my head for like days and days and days? And what were other people outside of my industry doing? So I started following a lot of other industries. You know, first hotels. I really studied hotels and the hospitality industry. When I first started the digital world, the online digital space, like the Amy Porterfields and the Marie Forleos were just getting off their feet and that was starting to become a thing. And I really emulated their emails. I watched how they got into video marketing, how they were embracing social media. And I just kept thinking to myself, how can I adapt this to multifamily housing? I still do that to this day. I'll walk into a Trader Joe's and I'll, you know, snap a picture of something that they've got on the wall that's appealing to, you know, the kids in the, you know, the kids that are shopping. I, you know, I was at my chiropractor and I noticed the language that they use. They, my chiropractor does, they do so many things, right? I have to do an, an episode on them. But one of the things that I love is just the language. They ask everyone to wipe down some of the machinery. They do like stretching and different things like that. 
but it's not like, please wipe this down. It just has like very nice language where you feel like you want to be helping them. They alternate written testimonials in every different room. They just have a really nice way of having all these touch points count, and I pay attention to those things. I also pay attention to the things that I don't like, the things that are not appealing. Um, I save emails that are just boring. I save emails that catch my eye, taglines that I just love. I have a folder for email subject lines that made me open the email. And I make those and I adapt them to emails that I'm writing to our members. Or I might see an idea and then I'll bring it to the team and say, okay, we've got to do this for property management. We have to do something, you know, different. So my thing is start training your eye, start training your mind to look for other avenues of advertising other industries and see how you can bring what's working and adapt it to your community, your management company, your career. That is a skill set that I think is going to be huge for you. And it, it definitely is a skill set. You have to train yourself to notice those things. And for some people, it comes easier. You might be someone that appreciates beautiful things naturally. That's actually a strength in my uh, wellness class. There's like so many, uh, there's like 24 strengths that we identify and appreciation for beauty is one of them. And so some people naturally see that, but you can definitely train your eye. You can start saving things that appeal to you. You can start looking for trends, watching things with a watchful eye. Pay attention to what your friend groups are talking about, what's in your feed that you really like and why. And then work on creating that connection to the campaigns that you love. So those are my tips. There's many more things I would love to share, but I want to keep this fairly concise. If you are looking to grow in your career as a marketing director and you want to connect with me, I'm on LinkedIn as Barbara Savona. I am on Instagram at Sprout Marketing. Shoot me a DM or shoot me a message. I'd love to stay connected. Maybe we can do a podcast episode with uh, marketing directors in the future or aspiring marketing directors, a coaching call, because I think this is such an awesome part. It's a way to meld the industry that we love of people, but connect it to what we're passionate about, which is marketing. So for those out there chasing your dreams, keep chasing them, keep honing your skills, and I cannot wait to see you soar. I would love to know where your career ends, so please connect with me. And that's it for this episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.